0: and welcome to Logan Sounds Off where i talk about books music and a whole lot more i'm your host Logan Kelly hello and welcome back to Logan Sounds Off um today I'm going to be talking to a wonderful guest, uh, Reem El-Hassani. Hello, how are you today?
1: Hi, Logan. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm really good today. How are you keeping?
0: Brilliant. Um, today we're going to be talking about music and loads of different subjects that involve Reem. And today we're going to... I like to think something that I haven't said and something that I really like to think about in an interview is that it's a chat that tells a story and not just an interview. So. Let's hope we learn a lot now. And um, so for my first question, I just, I always ask this question. For those who don't know Irene, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and different things that you do?
1: Yeah, of course. Hello, my name is Rima Hasney, like you said. I currently present News Today alongside Molly, and before that, I was a pharmacist, and I still am a pharmacist on weekends, um, a little bit about myself. I don't know, that's kind of what I do in my free time. I like to go on runs, I like to crochet, I like to bake, I like to cook, and I like to spend lots of time with my friends and family.
0: That's brilliant. It's it's so varied, actually. And <laughs> um, so for those who actually don't watch News Today, could you tell us a little bit about what News Today is, what you talk about on News Today, and who it's designed for?
1: Yeah, so News Today is RTE's kind of like dedicated children's news programme. So it's... um. Just the team of us is really small, so it's just myself, Molly, Avril, and Emory, the two editors, and we work together every day to kind of like see the top stories that are in the news, like adult news, and see what is kind of like relevant to children. Break it down for children, make it easy to understand, not just for children but for adults as well, because sometimes some things in the news are really complicated and kind of difficult to understand. So we kind of like work on getting I'm the most. You. Sorry.
0: Kind of boring, yeah.
1: yeah. So we work on getting the exciting stuff. We always have an animal on the show, which is our favourite part. And um, yeah, no, so that's what it kind of is. And um, I work on presenting that. Like today, our show is very varied. It has a mix of everything. So today we had Molly's package on biodiversity. We had an interview about artificial intelligence. We had um, a little kicker then at the end about a giraffe getting an x-ray. So it's really varied. So we cover a wide range of things. So then
0: just... For those who are viewing and they'd like to watch news today because actually after this interview, I'm gonna look into that episode. <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, but um you guys can go onto the Tea player and you can look at all the news today episodes because how long did they last 13 or 14 days? I think be
1: last two weeks on the player, but I think if you go on to like RTE.ie, um, all of them are there. I think all of them yeah. are there under like news today or something. They're all there. So from I'd say from September this year, they're all there.
0: It's it's they're really good shows and you should you should look out for them. And I, I was on one. So um yes, one of I, our I know the I know the inside of it. <laughs> Very interesting. Um Excellent. so you are a journalist and you work on news today and you have been doing lots of jobs up until this so i'd like to ask you what or who because a lot of people are inspired from people what inspired you to get into journalism i i don't know if i had a who to be honest with
1: you but i remember from like a very young age i'd say i really realized i kind of wanted to get into journalism when i was maybe 13 14 um i used to pretend i had like a little talk show with like all my friends and stuff like that and I'd have them on and I'd ask them questions about god knows what and do a little whole interview process with them kind of thing so I feel like from then I really loved kind of like getting to know people in that kind of way getting to find out like little things and just kind of that setting as well kind of like I suppose it's not just like it's an interview as opposed to like you know what I mean getting that information out and stuff like that it's really nice and sharing those stories and also then I feel like as I grew older I kind of wanted to share more stories with people like not in that setting but like you know from like different backgrounds different communities and such and I feel like I really love doing that on news today because going to schools you get to see all sorts of things you get to meet all sorts of kids and like it's honestly the funnest job in the world like what job do you do I don't know Harry Potter Day and biodiversity, and go out with seals, and all sorts of things, so it really is the funniest job in the world. So, I absolutely love that. So, from that age 13 14, I knew I wanted to do this, but then as I kind of got older, I really loved chemistry. Like when I was in school, I loved chemistry so much, it was probably one of my favorite subjects. I remember when I was applying for my courses, I was like, oh, Can you imagine your life without chemistry? and I literally was like, no I can't so I was like I need to do pharmacy. I was like I need to do more chemistry I'm not I'm not done with this subject just yet. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. That, that's a, it's actually very interesting and um, so we'll get to more questions about um, how you worked in a pharmacy um later in this interview which is going to be very interesting. but um and you also and I thought this was amazing when I saw it you did um, uh, some shows or a series of shows uh, on as a radio show for your secondary school <laughs> like, how is that that must have been brilliant to have that job to be able to do that
1: that was really fun um i'm actually surprised you found that. <laughs> i don't think the shows exist thank god but um <laughs> that was i think that was in first year and i think the music teacher had like um i don't want i don't know what it's called you know the i actually it's don't remember
0: radio it.
1: Kind of like, yeah, like the sound box where you have the mic plugged in and you alter the different kind of like. Oh, a
0: language lab. Something
1: like that. Where so me and my friend, we had like two mics stuck into this kind of thing. And then we would go out over the intercom at lunchtime and then we would be like played in the hall and in the classrooms and stuff. And we'd just play random songs. And like, it was a bit of fun, but it was, oh, I absolutely loved it. Like, I absolutely loved it. We're just here talking away, having the time of our lives, playing different songs, putting up the sound, putting it down. And I think it was just. To the teacher like knew with something that we'd be interested in or something I just don't remember how it came about but I remember I really loved it
0: that's actually a brilliant story and I think <laughs> a lot of kids who are into journalism and media and especially the whole side of broadcasting will will, will relate to that because a lot of people would have did those home shows or school shows where they're just having the crack while recording it, and I think that's brilliant.
1: I think and, you're cool because, like, you're radio DJing and stuff like that. I wish I did that when I was younger. That's unreal.
0: It's it's very fun, and it's something that I'm passionate about, and I think that's one thing that really helps when I'm doing these things. Passion. Um. One hundred percent. I'd like to go back to another question. Actually, and I'm kind of interested here. What shows did you grow up with? What well, what stuff did you watch on TV? i was a disney kid
1: i loved (laughs) um i grew up watching Hannah montana wizards where would he play so lizzie mcguire um lizzie mcguire show all those kind of shows so i was a proper disney kid spongebob squarepants all those kind of like do old school kind of shows and stuff they'd still be trending as memes and things like that sometimes nowadays especially spongebob and things but i grew up watching a lot of them i also grew up watching a lot of um my sisters loved horror movies, like my older sister and stuff, but I would tend to avoid those because I'm still to this day very scared, so wouldn't be for me, but um, I know that my mum watched, like, really kind of, like, she loved watching documentaries and things like that, and she also loved, like, watching, She you know, like, real slice of life kind of movies, like, I would be bawling crying at them because it would just be, it would just really get you in the feels, those kind of things, so I grew up watching a lot of, like, different things, a lot of Arabic TV as well kind of things, so shows that would kind of come on like based on different seasons
0: and stuff. So yeah, career watching, quite a variety. So you've got, you were kind of, you were, it's, you were influenced with different media aspects by everyone in your family. And I think that's very interesting. And now I have a very odd question regarding the horror films. Did you just stay away from them with good sense to know, I'm not going near them or did you not know about horror films and did you learn it the hard way this is a funny question I'd like to have
1: (laughs) I'd say it was actually probably a mix of both because it was my older sister and my sister who was just a couple of years younger than me and then my neighbor who was my best friend at the time so she'd come over to my house nearly every evening because we were only across the road from each other growing up and every evening I would be outnumbered because we'd always be like let's watch a movie And guess what they all vote for and what I didn't vote for? So it was three votes for a horror movie. And then it was just me that was like, not anything but a horror movie. So I never won. So they would have it on. And obviously, I didn't want to be out of the group. So I would sit in the back. And I think I was like on the laptop. And I was on like neopets.com, which was like an old website where you could like play with like Online games with like animals and things like that, and I'd just be watching through like my fingers or like playing with my animals, like hoping I didn't see. But I saw all the scary bits, and I'm still scared to this day.
0: Kind of. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people stay away from horror films. Me, myself included. I just I don't get them. I do
1: now. I I, I don't just, get them at all. I, stay away. Get I don't scared. I just
0: get mentally triggered that I look at something and I just can't stop thinking about it. Exactly we move right. away from that, <laughs> and um. I understand because I was looking at this, actually, I read about that you studied pharmacy and you t- said about that earlier, but how did that turn into working in RTE? <laughs> I can ask this question a lot.
1: <laughs> um... Pharmacy, like I said, growing up, I couldn't imagine not studying chemistry anymore. Um, I really loved it; it was one of my favorite subjects in school. But alongside that, I really liked maths and English. They were also my favorite subjects. And like I said, when I was like a teenager, like I had like little talk show moments of like sharing stories and stuff like that with my friends and things like that. I really loved that. So it was always something that I knew I liked and was always there in my mind, kind of thing. And then I was actually teaching English out in Korea, and then I remember I was like. I I feel like I want to do this. Like I really want to do this next. Like I don't want to stay out here. I don't want to go back to pharmacy. I really want to get my masters in journalism and tr- see what this is about. And then um, COVID happened, so I actually ended up leaving Korea early to come home. And I had applied for my masters while I was out there. I got in when I was back. And then yeah, no, started my masters when I was back, and I was able to do it while I was working part time and stuff like that. And the rest is history. The job came up while I was studying, and I started off the end of that. So it was really. Worked
0: out quite well, thank God. You started off in September twenty
1: 2020, twenty, right? Twenty twenty
0: one. So I finished my master's Twenty twenty one, yeah, because yeah. I mean, COVID it just messed up everyone's timeline. But yeah, and I think with fourteen news today, it, uh, it's actually very interesting how you got into that. And I was very curious before this interview to see how you were going to answer that because I was I was very intrigued to see how you were going to answer it. But then when you started, yeah. um hosting news today and um, because it's such a successful show. Um how did you find it hosting at the start? Were you nervous or were you very excited or were you a little bit of both? Uh,
1: I was when I got the phone call to say I got the job oh my god I couldn't believe it I was like are you sure are you sure you my number I was like no way no way I was so excited when I got the phone call because it really was like probably my dream job so I was super super excited about that and then when I did start um I was very I was very excited obviously because it's such an exciting time it's such an exciting job but my god I was very nervous and I remember like we did like um you know rehearsals and Mm -hmm. like different things and stuff but it wasn't the same like I remember when we did uh, on news today when you have a new presenter the old presenter kind of like introduces you in the first show like this is the new person on the team kind of thing so I remember we were going in and I remember Michal was interviewing me because that's kind of what they do like we do like a few questions and stuff just like just so the viewers kind of get to know I suppose the new presenter so I remember Michal was interviewing me and my heart was like I could feel my hands shaking and I was so nervous and like I knew especially I was really nervous because this is my first time live on air so I knew that all my family were watching all my friends were watching everyone was watching I was like oh, I'm so like that was that was really nerve-wracking but I got through it and that was nice because like obviously I had me Michal there and then I think a week later I did my first solo live show and I feel like now I don't really think of it as being live like now I'm just so used to it like I get nervous sometimes but like not as like when that was my first solo live show I think I was shaking again <laughs> I'd say I was holding my scripts like this like oh but um no now I feel like you get used to it the more you do you do get used to it that's
0: actually that it, it's it's actually a lesson in itself that a lot of people are very nervous going on to live television and really they shouldn't be um now, this is going to be a very controversial question. Oh, one of my favorites. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> Lovely. I love these controversial questions. And um, so obviously you're working in RTE currently doing news today. And um, so do you have a dream job though in RTE? Do you have one that you love news today and all, but there's one job or there's some job that's better than working on news today. Oh better than we have to be honest. Oh better than working on news today. I already said that like getting me
1: today really felt like when I got that phone call, it really did feel like I was getting my dream job. Like I was ecstatic when I heard that I got this job. And like working on news today, I absolutely love it because I get to go out to schools. I get to see all the fun things that kids are doing. I get to interview kids like you all the time. I get to meet such cool people. I get to see cute animals every day. What more would you want from a dream job?
0: I mean, cute animals struck me once you said it. Um, I'm a big fan of animals. I'm very much a sucker. Um, with any animals at home, my dog especially. If he wants something, he just looks at me and he gets it because (laughs) he's so adorable. But um. This I asked um, my uncle, Graham Hopkins, when I was interviewing him. And he came out with the answer being a worker in a coffee shop or starting a, a coffee shop. So this is actually a very interesting question. And I really love this question. If you were not a journalist and if you were not a pharmacist, Ooh. what would you do? I've
1: thought about this a lot. OK, really? I, I have thought about this a lot because... <laughs> I love arts and crafts I really love kind of like I love I love I love crocheting I love embroidering I love making bits of jewelry I love all kind of things to do with my hands kind of thing I'm very much like I really like just like creating kind of things like that I love like you know playing with Lego and like creating all sorts of like random different things so I would definitely love to be kind of like a I don't know, a jewellery maker or like a crocheter or like a embroiderer or something like cute little tops with like embroidered designs or something or like cute little crocheted hats and teddy bears which is what I already make or like cute earrings or hair accessories or something but I definitely love to be doing something crafty with my hands for sure.
0: That's actually something that I know um, a lot of kids in my class. um I'm in an all-boys school so it's a bit different but all the kids in my class are very much into art they love art they love drawing they love sketching we're we all talk about drawing all the time we're very creative our best subject is art as a whole our yep. teachers always like how are you so good at this and not at the other subjects so it's very funny but um <clears throat> she says that in a jokey way just to disclose <laughs> that um but no with art I really like art and I find it actually very interesting that you love the hands-on aspect of it. So I really like that answer. Um so what it's really music- good. now I can't wait for this one. What music do you like?
1: Okay, hey, no judgments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no judgments.
1: Okay. Your music taste is really good. My music taste is really quite varied. I really do feel like um I just kind of like, I grew up watching so many different shows and so many different things. I feel like I've also been exposed to so many different people, kind of just growing up kind of thing, like you know, family, friends and whatnot. So I do feel like I've always had different influences on my music, like starting with my older sister and my parents and stuff, and then going out into like my friends and things. So always doing different influence kind of thing. I feel like I had a Justin Bieber phase when I was a teenager. I was obsessed. I think
0: <laughs> a lot of people, not myself, not myself. But a lot of people have had a Justin Bieber face.
1: I would I would imagine yeah. so. I would there was a period where
0: Look, um, luckily not me, but
1: <laughs> Well he wasn't wasn't that bad. <laughs> but um no, definitely growing up I had I'd say that was my I'd say that was probably like the first artist I discovered myself for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, Whereas that makes uh, sense. everyone else was kind of introduced to me by someone else. And I still remember the day I heard for it first heard his song and um, the neighbor that would come over and watch the movies she was over at my house and we just like came across it on YouTube and I remember she was like mm, I don't like the sound of this When so I think I turned around to her and I was like I think I'm in love with this guy and she laughed at me she was like what's the difference that's when
0: Justin Bieber was really famous this, no no he-
1: this was when he first like his first ever single which was just out one time it was just out like he he d- still didn't peak funny like he was getting there but he wasn't like fully like do you know what I mean? His first single without, like, I probably was a Justin Bieber fan from the very beginning up until, do you know what I mean? Up until I grew out of it, kind of thing. But He's um,
0: getting a bit bad now, like, I mean, he was bad in the beginning, but I was,
1: I was like 12, okay? <laughs>
0: I was like no, 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 under- <laughs> I understand the situation I was
1: like 12, now it would be a different story, now I don't think I'd listen to him But um, now I really do like listening to, uh, I do listen to a lot of Disney soundtracks, original soundtracks I love those, I feel like I'll always love those I really like Jason Mraz, I love Taylor Swift I listen to a good bit of Mac Miller. I listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers. I listen to the 1975. I listen to Selena Gomez. I listen to Alt J. So that's why I'm saying it's very varied. Like it's really like, do you know what I mean? What's, like,
0: why would there be judgment here? It's so varied now. A lot of the stuff I wouldn't be into. But just um, give me one sec. Here in um, California, my Asian, my red chili peppers. probably I
1: my
0: just, favorite album by them. I, it's really good. I, I usually try to showcase a CD during an interview, but that's the first time I've been successful at it. Yes. Another interview. I was looking for a CD by the guy who I was interviewing, right? Oh. And I actually couldn't find it. <laughs> I would find it if I wasn't looking for it. But then you yeah, know, when you need um, it, it's not there. But then I didn't find it that time. But then, <laughs> you know, the, uh, back to what you're saying about um what music do you like? No, that's really, really interesting, actually. Really varied. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I know, really varied. A lot of Disney, a lot yeah. of musicals, a lot of like I really like rap. I like but I like them, but I also like like Taylor Swift and Cena Gomez and the Jonas brothers, and I also like alternative indie, like you know, Alt J, the 1975. I listen to like Billie Eilish, like
0: Right. Lily Eilish is pretty, she, she's, I don't know much for her stuff myself, mm-hmm. I wouldn't listen to her that much, but yeah. she, she, I, I like some of her stuff, I but um, anyways, moving on, Yes. I have another question regarding your opinion on music that you listen to, And okay. um, do you have a, any recommendations of music, as in albums, bands, songs, if you know any uh, releases, that are coming out soon. Um I'd love to know about
1: it. I think the album that you pulled out, California by um Red Hot Teddy Peppers, that's one of my favorites. I really like that album, so I would definitely recommend that album. That's probably one of my all-time favorites. Um, I know a lot of people don't really listen to Jason Raz. I feel like he was kind of like popular with like I'm yours way back when, but I feel like his other music is also good. So I feel like I'd recommend him. I don't know, this is the thing because I've listened to him for so long. I'm like, is he good or do you just like him because of the nostalgia that's associated? With his songs. I, do think he, I do think he's good like I feel like with Disney music it's definitely the nostalgia that's associated with the songs as opposed to them being
0: really good songs yeah. but I will still
1: I will still have a little concert in my car as I'm driving home listening to them uh, thinking all the words
0: you know what that's why Easy 80s and 80s hits us so many followers on Spotify because of the nostalgia. 100%
1: because of the nostalgia for them, 100%. I love um, musical soundtracks, uh, one that I listen to quite regularly that was out, I think, last summer. Uh, It's a musical called In the Heights, and um, I love the soundtrack to that, so I actually do listen to that quite often as well. And I always listen while I'm driving. So while I'm driving, I always have like a little mini concert. So if anyone looks in the windows while I'm driving, pretend you didn't see anything. Do you
0: know what? That do you know that if you ever have a memoir, autobiography, anything like that, you should have at the top in italics. If you see me in the car, pretend you saw nothing. That would be a <laughs> brilliant one-liner. That would get so many hits on it. But um, for my final question, I ask this is to a lot of the people who I interview, and I get some amazing answers. Really, really, really good answers. That um, no pressure. Help me. <laughs> Um, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> that helped me a lot. Do you have any tips? About life? Oh, no. Not, <laughs> we're not going to go into a big, deep kind of talking, no. I mean, like, um for journalism. Sorry, I should have said that. For journalism, <laughs> for young broadcasters, for people who are trying to get into what you are in currently, today.
1: I would say my biggest tip is probably just go for it because I feel like um, a lot of people probably would just kind of look at something and be like, oh, I'm not going to do that or, oh, I'm probably not good enough or all kind of thing. Just go for it. Don't tell yourself no. Do you know what I mean? Apply for everything and anything that you want to do. And absolutely just go for it and see what happens. You absolutely never know. Like, uh, when I was applying for my job, I felt like, oh, what are the chances of me getting it? Other people, like, do you know what I mean? Are much more skilled. I don't come from the same like educational background. Like pharmacy is so far off from journalism, all this kind of stuff. But just go for it. Do you know what I mean? Just go for it. Why not? Don't tell yourself no. Apply for everything and go for it, and you never know. And also um i'd say one of the things that i'd say my sister probably told me when i over i'm nervous and stuff is like sometimes just like do you know what i mean just dream you can do it just kind of get out of your head a little bit like you can do it yeah
0: you know what i'm gonna send this recording to you so you can get all these little parts to put in your memoir or your autobiography i didn't
1: realize i was writing a memoir uh, well, you are. This <laughs> interview has been given oh some very so
0: interesting much. one-liners and chapter titles, so you, you're going to want to remember this if you ever do set out to write um any stories about your life. I'll dedicate it to you.
1: I'll be like to Logan who believed in my memoir from day one.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Reem. It's yep. been very interesting to talk to you. My if pleasure you'd like to talk, um, to Reem. Or if you'd like to look at our social media. You're, well, do you know what, you give them the, de- the details. <laughs> um,
1: if you need anything, it is uh, reem, so at R-E-E-M-E-L-H-A-S-S-A-N-Y, at all my socials.
0: Now, also, one other thing that you guys really need to do is go into the RT player and start watching probably the last couple of days of news today. They're very, very interesting, and you'll learn a lot from them. Um, and they can be quite funnier parts as well and you definitely my class plays them all the time a lot of schools play them all the time because you can learn so much from them and they let you know what's happening at the moment while you're stuck in your classroom and lots but of cute animals do, as I am as <laughs> I am in at the moment so thank you so much Reem I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast thank you
1: so much Logan and it's I been lovely have thanks for a having
0: a day and a brilliant week and um, it's been my pleasure to let you on thank
1: um, you
0: so bye Reem I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Logan Sounds Off. You can follow me on X, Facebook and Instagram at Logan Sounds Off. And don't forget to subscribe and not miss any more cool episodes. Bye guys!